Are you looking to buy or sell real estate? You've got questions, we've got answers. Welcome to the show, It's Gonna Be Great, featuring Matt and Jen from Home Team For You. And now, without further ado, it's Matt and Jen. Thanks, Jacob. All right. Excited today, we're gonna go over some uh, market stats, what's going on. I know a lot of people are kind of curious, is it still a wild seller's market? Is it buyer's market? What are you seeing out there, Matt? It's, uh, it's getting more of a... Things aren't selling as fast, but I think it's still mostly a seller's market. Yeah. Uh, what are you seeing for, um, you know, the conversion rates and stuff? Well, the numbers we have uh, from one of the latest emails uh, from Dave Stark is active inventory is down 40.6%, which equates to still having a seller's market. Um Median price is up 11%, and the year-to-date closings is up 8.5%. So I think things are still selling, but that's also uh, those stats are also passed. It's not as of today. So we'll have to see what that looks like in another three months or so. So if I can ask, going back to just taking that one step at a time, uh, active inventory, What does what is active inventory? So things that are for sale right now. So that's down 40% compared to a year ago. That seems like a ton. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot of houses. Well, that's what made it have kind of the scramble for people trying to find houses because there just wasn't the inventory. So lack of inventory is still driving the seller side of it, but it seems like as of today. Inventory is starting to creep up. Yeah, so it's starting to slow down a little bit. Yeah, which helps to normalize the market, which should make it a nice fall. Better for buyers. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right, so then the next the next stat that you mentioned was 12-month median price, uh, $335,000. So I assume that just means that's the average price of a house in our area. Yeah, and it's gone up 11, 11.7%, which I think is probably, again, compared to a year ago. So that the prices are still going up. So relatively speaking, 11.7, excuse me if I'm wrong, but that seems insane that's still a lot yeah <laughs> yep. i Price mean still going up when's the last time like houses appreciated 11.7 percent it's about double of what we are usually seeing yeah usually five to six percent was the uh, average in the past it's about double mm-hmm. yeah that's crazy why why is it going up so much it goes back to the active inventory there's just nothing to buy hmm. so that's driving the prices up if you have, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, thirty buyers for the same house, you can leverage the price up. Competition creates urgency, which creates demand and drives price up. All right, I'll save the conversation for later because we talk about it enough times. Because everybody's always, everybody in the internet is always talking about <laughs> the looming housing crash and the whole world's gonna burn. Um, I mean, these stats would make me think like. 11.7%, like, something's got to give if prices just keep going up. It's got to, what goes but up must go down, right? Inventory's starting to creep up. So you'll start to get more inventory. Rates will probably go up a little bit. We're starting to see longer days on market, mm-hmm. which then creates price reductions, which makes it a average. real real estate market. It's almost normal. Mm-hmm. Almost. Well, it's yeah. not normal yet, but no. I mean, we're hopefully heading that way. I was going to say, I think there's a stat here that... Un- 
kind of throws a wrench in, in the normalization part of it, but we'll get to it in a second because first got to talk about year-to-date closings. So what does that mean? I mean? It's pretty obvious to me, but... Year-to-date, how many closings have happened this year so far? Yeah, that should be that one's pretty <laughs> obvious. I thought we'd just talk about all the line items. That's kind of a neat number, thirty-eight thousand ninety-eight. So many closings. I'm assuming that's just Dane County. Hundred. Thirty-eight ninety-six. Three thousand. Three thousand eight hundred ninety-six. That's how many homes. Yeah, it's how many houses have closed this year? Yeah, up eight point five percent. To put that into some sort of context, that doesn't seem. I mean, that seems. It's still up, but it doesn't seem like it's, it's crazy numbers like the ones above. Yeah. It's slightly more tolerable. Mm-hmm. It's hard to wrap my head around if, like, 3,800. That actually feels like a small number. Like, all the people that live around here, only 3,000, well, close to 4,000. That's like a whole homes. city moving. A I whole, whole, a whole so small city. Yeah. We're <laughs> assuming, though, that's all South Central Wisconsin MLS, not just Dane County. So that's uh, all the way from Beloit to Janesville North and... It's specifically the data we got this from was specifically said Dane County market updates unless yeah. unless they're yeah. trying to trick us. Well, Dane County, that's not as bad, though. That is like a whole city. Though. That's I'm not sure how big some of these cities are in the area, but that's probably pretty close. Yeah. We need, we need one city just to move. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like it's your city's sell. turn. Go. Everybody yeah. sell their house and move. Uh, you know what city you are. All right, so then months of inventory was the last stat that we kind of talked about. So months of inventory right now is 0.7, down 50%. So what is yeah. months of inventory? It's how many months it would take for right now, f- what would be available on market. So if we stop today, mm-hmm. that's how many months it would take to sell the active inventory. Less than a month, just to... Everything would be dried three up weeks. in less than a month. Yeah, three weeks. If there was like some law that came down and said no one can sell, sell their, their house, house going forward, you'd have 0.7 months till there's not a house yeah. left on the market. And it's down 50%, which is incredible. I think it's even a kind of... Even a double at it at 1.4 is still a really low. Yeah. Weren't you, tell, weren't you saying six, like anything under months. two is kind of extreme? Six months is the normal. It yeah. should be a normal market. Yeah. 0.7 sounds... <laughs> Sounds nuts. It's nuts. So what would, okay, what would happen if, yeah, there was a law and said no more houses, nobody could <laughs> sell anymore going forward, just whatever's left on the market, and then we're done. How much, how much would those houses sell for? That would drive up your, uh, <laughs> drive up your medium <laughs> price, definitely. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I think you're a little bit of appreciation there. Yeah. Well, if that's uh, six times, so it would be... Six times your eleven point seven percent, probably. I don't know how you're doing this math, but okay. So, because point seven months, uh huh, they get to six months as they average. But like, wouldn't that last normal that normal last market. house that's on the market <laughs> and then go for like yeah. millions and yeah. millions, like yeah. fifty million dollars for a two bedroom? And then they <laughs> repeal the law, and it's the <laughs> most <laughs> biggest house that's underwater. Okay, all right. Anyhow, we don't need to scare everyone that much. <laughs> uh, we're just sharing some stats here. Basically, bottom line, seller's market. Yes. Okay, got it. All right, you can turn the podcast off now. <laughs> <laughs> but The next, next section is kind of interesting. We're going to go yeah. through that. Hit it. Uh, showings per listing uh, breaks it down by price range. The biggest number of showings per listing is in the 
300000 to $400,000 range, which kind of goes back, I guess, to that median price. Oh, you got a chart. Oh, look at that. Look at that. So these, these are the, uh, for people that are listening, we popped up a chart showing the different price ranges of houses and how many showings each price range got. So... So what do you hear if you have a house that's in that price range? Sell it now. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the one that has the bigger bars for sure. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, if these numbers are kind of skewed, though, because you look at the 100 to 200 range, uh-huh. and there's not as many showings, but that's because there aren't as many houses in that price range for sale. Yeah, that's true. It's just number of showings, not... Mm-hmm. And that's why you see it also in the 6 to six to 7, 7 to 8. Eight to nine and over nine hundred thousand. Right, because there's so few homes right. for sale there. It's not but like that's why the median price range of three thirty five fits right in that bar where it's the, has the hundred twenty showings. So for people listening, the biggest bar on this graph is three hundred to three to four hundred thousand dollars, and there's nearly a hundred and twenty showings. Is that Does that per? I don't know what that is. If that's per. Hold on, I. Let's check out our the written data that we have. Let's drop this graph. It's getting confusing. <laughs> it, so an average of 6.26 showings for a three to $400,000 house, essentially. Does it give a time range for this? Or is that year-to-date? I think it's... Um, I'm assuming it's year-to-date because the other stats are year-to-date. I think so. I, th- I thought it was just this month. I don't know. I should look at these things. Let me pull up the original data and I'll find out. Either way, I guess it, it doesn't matter because the, the average is still changed by price range, which makes sense. We don't know how long the term is. but So I believe this is just last week, the okay. data last week. 120 showings last week on that price range. Yeah. Yeah. From July 26th through August First, um, homes in that price range received an average of about six showings before they got a closing or Or just in general or anything. Yeah, right, for an accepted offer. Yeah, you can definitely see the... uh, I I feel like these stats come into play when you're trying to, like, level or set expectations for... Um, people that you're you're helping sell their house. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think definitely the that just gives sellers a general and buyers for that matter an idea of what kind of price ranges, what kind of competition they might have. Yeah, if you're gonna buy something that's in the six hundred to seven hundred thousand dollar range, not much competition. Nothing in the eight hundred to nine hundred, at least last week. Last week, yeah. So last week, just nobody, nobody <laughs> checked out a house in that range. Slim pickings. So uh, as much as we're like, it's a seller's market, it's a seller's market, you still got certain house price points where nobody's even looking at them. Yeah, as long as you're willing to spend that much. Right. Yeah. The more you spend, the less competition. (laughs) (laughs) So spend a lot. There you go. You don't (laughs) want to compete? Just buy a bigger house. (laughs) What's easy? (laughs) All right, what else? What else we got for data here? Um. Oh, average days on market before selling, 48.62. Let's say 49 days. Yeah. So what, is that? Right. what does that mean? 
Well, you have to get an accepted offer, appraisal, and closing, so that's probably about right. That seems actually a little quick to me, I guess. 30 I mean, days, 30 days is kind of what we've always used as a benchmark for number of days before closing. So, so I suppose you do have some, that may take into consideration new construction, too, so maybe that's why the average is up a little bit higher. Is that, so, I mean, if it's 49 minus 30, can you do that? So your house is kind of like, quote, on the market for 19 days until somebody, ex yeah. until you get an accepted offer? Yeah. That's another, why doesn't the stat just say that? Because <laughs> that's what people care about, right? <laughs> people just want to know how long until somebody, until I get an accepted offer. And, and again, I, that's going to, you're going to see that probably go up because there's, the market seems to be a little bit, a little bit softer than it was probably when the stats were published a week ago. It's amazing what that week does. Yeah. So what's been happening uh, this month? This past month? You're just starting to see houses that need price reductions. Yeah. Um, or are in the market a little bit longer than there used to be. And there's potentially people that are um, putting on stronger prices than what their property will bring. Mm -hmm. Thinking, oh, well, I can just get whatever I want. And that's not the case. It's because still it pricing, staging, marketing. And if you outprice the market, you're not going to get lots of interest. It's just so if you're setting happens. setting your price expectations to what was happening maybe in the springtime when things were hotter, and then you're expecting it to be just the same now, mm -hmm. you might be setting yourself up for a little bit of discomfort. Absolutely. Right, but if you figure like those house those houses in you know the spring, they were probably priced lower and then they got higher because they you know were trying to drive the price up if you just go straight to the top price that all of those houses sold for you're not even using the same technique that they used in the spring you're just right. trying to go for the top you're price just going to the end result you're yeah. not doing like the bidding war and right. enticing right. by people mm -hmm. you're not you're not creating you're a just like i should get this and it's like no that's not how they got that right. even back in the spring I mean, I think honestly for a lot of people, that's something that people don't wrap their head around because they go to a store, they see the price of an object and like that's how much the object costs. But for housing, you see a price on Zillow or something. That's not how much the house is ultimately going to cost. Like you, it, depending on the market conditions, it's going to be more than that. Most likely you're going to pay more than what that price is in today's world. But even if you go to a store, like say it's you a grocery store. You can't haggle store. though. But price adjusts depending on demand and supply. It's the same thing. Yeah, but it's it it, it so but the pr the sticker higher. price you see at the stores is, is, is what you're going to pay. But that sticker price at the store could also adjust depending on demand and supply. Not by the time you get to checkout. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> well, it depends on what store you're at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be annoying. Like <laughs> I need another dollar. Who's got another dollar? Go to check out your bananas, and they've gone up a cent, two cents each. Ah, my bananas. <laughs> Yeah. Nuts. Ah, uh, uh, nuts <laughs> are up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, <laughs> so we got <laughs> distracted. Let's look at more numbers. Okay. <laughs> average. Jen, grown on <laughs> Jen, how do you feel about these numbers? So I love numbers. numbers. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't love our grocery store jokes? What? <laughs> no, no, they're fine. It's uh, numbers don't make my heart sing. Uh, you just said you love numbers. I was lying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. Mm -hmm. All right. So, I mean, they're there. They're important. It's no, hard. They're, they're very important and they tell a story. 
Yeah. And um, once you get them in this form, they're very useful because you can just kind of look at them and be like, here's what this is. But people that love to really crunch numbers day in and day out, like Matt, I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> Big difference between respect and love that. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. mm-hmm. <laughs> well, like Jen said, too, it just tells a story and gives a picture of where we're at now. You mm-hmm. know, three months from now, that this could be totally different numbers. Yeah. yeah. So av- the last price I or the last stat I see here before we move on to another topic, average list price at time of contract, three seventy one. So that's not what the price uh, what the house sold for. That's what the quote sticker price was. That's average what average list. The key part of that is at time. Well, I guess that's at time of contract versus what it actually was priced at when it sold. Right. So, so that could so the you could have a it's average list at time of contract could be three seventy one. Average price at the time of accepted offer could be 360, 350, whatever that number might be, because there could be price changes involved. Right. So if there's a price reduction or somebody mm-hmm. came in with a lower offer or or it could be the other way around, right? Yep. You could have a bidding more and it could be higher. Yep. Okay. So, so it sounds like another way to look at it too is a few months ago, it was like, Whatever the list price is, you're paying more at the end. Like, there's really mm-hmm. no way around it. But now things have shifted a little bit, and now there's more wiggle room, and now people are coming in with, like, lower offers. And It depends on time on the market. So yeah. if it's a new listing, probably not. If it's been sitting for 30 days, probably. What did I hear? One of the agents in the office said, uh, take the list price and add 20%. percent you would be close in yeah. the spring, Yeah, which is kind of a fun number. Uh, yeah, which is the, another good seller. reason to sell. Yeah. <laughs> good, great number for the seller. <laughs> um, <laughs> makes makes me as a buyer want to puke. <laughs> All right, so let's. That's what we're here for. Make, make you puke. You puke. Yeah. Well, thanks. And make the podcast. Can you please do that? It's gonna be yeah. <laughs> okay, it's gonna be a mess. Puke. We'll go Facebook Live. Jacob puking. <laughs> yeah, sure. Whatever it takes to get the views, people. <laughs> like and subscribe. Okay. Um, let's, good God, let's stay focused here. We're talking numbers here. Real estate, important. Mm-hmm. The world is ending. Mm. <laughs> All right. So I got a world ending clickbait thing. It's going to get us lots of views. Mm-hmm. Right, according to the COVID economy, I think that's CNBC or something, some offshoot. The CDC is extending the federal eviction moratorium to cover about 90% of renters. What happens to the other 10%? They screwed. Honestly, <laughs> I bet you they're going to be included in a couple weeks. Because <laughs> basically yeah. they decided who's extending, how they're extending the moratorium is where the high-level infection rate is of COVID. And right now it's spreading like wildfire. What if 10% also included maybe people that ended up working their way and not have to worry about the federal yeah. eviction? Maybe that's the extra 10%. Like something happened, like they moved or got a different job or worried. No, it's talking about coverage of geographical areas. It's 90% of the country and it's based off of COVID spread. So as COVID goes up, that that number will will percentage will go up. (laughs) Up. Yes. As the, as like, cause there's different, like the South has a way higher intensity of COVID spread. Uh, Like our area, we were considered like moderate or something until the other day. And now we're in like the next, threat level zone. We're not in the highest threat level zone yet. Next week we might be in other parts of the country, you know. It's Delta, friends. <laughs> Good old Delta. Never did like flying Delta. I know. Oh man, poor Delta, poor <laughs> Corona. 
There's no such thing as bad publicity, Jacob. You, you guys on your trip, why don't you guys book yourself a Delta flight and order Two everybody Corona beers? <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, for those companies. <laughs> I always flew United, so. That's because you got it free or reduced. Yeah. Those were baller days. <laughs> yeah. Back in my free flight days. Save that for another podcast. Mm-hmm. Legally. <laughs> you flew legally. Not in the baggage, baggage he department. Was, he <laughs> was a contortionist in he a packed, bag. Packed himself yeah. in a bag. Yeah. Pro tip, if you want to fly for free, <laughs> uh, get your brother to work baggage claim. <laughs> <laughs> Why is his bag so heavy? Yeah. No, 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 no. You don't have to be in the bag. Oh. Like, just he gets the benefits and he extends it off to his family. Oh, and I thought they you put the you in a bag. No, no, no. That'd be, funner, that'd be more fun. For that'd a story. be the more funnest? That'd be the yeah. more funnest story ever. It's going to be funnier. Funnister. Funnierist. All right. Any hiddly who. We got more news. Um, should we skip this one or go to the next one? Skip it. Okay. Let's go to the next one. Being more sl- news. We're being selective on our news. We're censoring it for our people. All right. There um mortgage rates. Mortgage rates as of August 2nd, two days ago, have gone down a little bit. Uh, so I think mortgage rates are changed what, like on a weekly basis. Is that right? I think that's how they're usually changed. Um, but right now, 30-year mortgage is 2.98%. Did you lock yours in? We did. I Yes, we are locked in. What you um, lock in it? We locked it in earlier at three flat. Um, and but they also our lender told us that as the date approaches, we can lower it and get a different rate. Is there a number of times you can lower it? I don't know. He wasn't too. I gotta ask. I mean, I don't know how. I don't know what the if there's certain things about how often you can do it. If it's even worth going from three zero zero to two nine eight. I think we're in the. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've heard two point eight seven five. I think at one point. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly if this number is universal or if it depends on your credit score. I I'm not clear on all that kind of stuff. But that's what it said according to the news article. Oh, look at the fifteen CNET. year. Com. Fifteen year two point two eight. Wow. So mm. what's what's better in your opinion, a, a fifteen or a thirty year? Can you handle the extra payments per month, or is it better just do a thirty year and then pay extra? Pay more. I'm 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 on team thirty. Well, I, yeah, you can also add just pay principal on your mortgage to help pay down the rate to actually make it a 15-year. You could. Is that the best way to spend your money? Or not spend your money, but uh, spend your, yeah, <laughs> spend your, I don't know how else to say it. Spend your money? <laughs> uh, I mean, rates being this low, it's almost better sometimes to keep your cash in the bank. Yeah. Because it's so cheap to borrow money now. But it all depends on comfort level. Like if if you're comfortable with a 15-year and you could pay it off in 15 years and not have to sweat every month to make that mortgage payment, then it's better not to have to pay the extra interest. See, my plan is I'm going to get a 30-year and sweat on that one. (laughs) 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 It's a nice 30-year sweat. It'll be good. You could also just like take a hundred bucks a month or some low number and just add apply it to the principal automatically. Just your extra Bitcoin money. Or whatever number you decide you're comfortable with, just 
50, 100, 200, whatever that number is, and just automatically have that applied to principal. Um, There's calculators for that. Jen distracted me. I want to say Ethereum went up 9% in the past hour sell when this it. podcast started. Sell, sell, no, sell. No, no, Sell. I don't think so. <laughs> sell. <sighs> I love the housing market. All right. So that is, those are the mortgage rates. That's pretty much all the news. I got one more piece of news that I wanted to uh, hit up with you guys, and that is lumber prices. Lumber prices are down 68%. That seems wow. like a lot. It's more than half. Yeah. From the all-time yeah. crazy peak, though. When was the peak? That was the summer? That was in the springtime. Um, I, don't know, I don't remember the exact date, but basically when I decided to build a house. Let's do it at the highest point. Yeah. The, the insanity of the lumber prices. So do you get a breakdown of what your lumber package costs? No. No. They they basically, uh, our builder was kind of like, you know, our house, our the prices of our homes aren't just a reflection of the current lumber prices. It's kind of built in and it kind of buffers out. So even if lumber prices go down, there's a good chance that their home prices will stay steady or in, increase a little bit as things pan out so that it kind of washes out at least that's how they explained it to me i'm kind of interested to see what their actual lumber cost is and what the difference would be then if it actually did adjust yeah 68 percent whatever your number you like just they said. couldn't be dropping the price of their homes by 68 percent but something. wonder what the new construction though if they, if they just pocket the difference or if they just yeah the price that's what i'm wondering i don't know i'm guessing the former is probably i mean they'll do they'll do whatever whatever makes them the most money right whatever yeah. they whatever they can get away with. It's kind of <laughs> like playing with Bitcoin and Ethereum. You just have to ride the waves. Yeah. My my waves way more fun. <laughs> <laughs> See, you like doing that, but then real estate's stressful. Well, yeah. But I understand it more. I'll um, if give me I might I might enjoy real estate later, but uh I mean, I enjoy it now. I enjoy it 50 times more than when I started working in real estate. Started before Only I started, 50? You know. Yeah. That's, 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 that's a lot. It's like, what, 5,000%? I think it'd be uh, easier to grasp something that's tangible than... I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole with you. About you can if you want. Bitcoin. I don't want to go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> you guys brought it up. <laughs> got to be real i gotta be able to drive by and see it yeah like your email real estate <laughs> huh yeah. like your email or the internet interweb yeah how do you feel about the internet would you invest, invest in matt uh, invented the internet i did oh me and what's his name al gore yeah nice you guys got those series of tubes out <laughs> laid them out good in the garage can you tell we're out of news topics <laughs> So did you pick out all your fixtures? Uh, yeah, actually. Oh, my God. Today's the day. Uh, today's the day we have to submit our final, all the little bells and whistles and everything we want for our house. And then they're going to submit it to the neighborhood, uh, ACC, and the neighborhood's going to determine if our house is legit. Or What's ACC for our listeners? I haven't got a clue. Architectural Control, Control Committee. Committee. 
Architectural Control Committee. That's what it stands for. Mm-hmm. I just remembered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Coast Conference. I've just heard. I've just been been told ACC like 10, 15 times in the past week. <laughs> you didn't ask what it was. I keep. I know <laughs> it has something to do with that, but yeah, architectural. It's those people. Yeah, it's those people that have all of these silly, silly rules <laughs> to try to make your house look cute. So, did you ask who the people are? Uh, I know some. I know who some of the people are. I don't know all the people. They're like these these mystery Illuminati neighborhood <laughs> committee people. Uh, the real estate Illuminati. Just the neighborhood Illuminati. Like each neighborhood has their own Illuminati. You know. <laughs> like I want your mailbox to be uh, wood. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Nobody else is. I, so what? I wish I could pick my mailbox. My neighborhood won't—they all have the same one, and that is the—that's probably the worst, the ugliest thing about our neighborhood is our mailboxes. <laughs> they are so <laughs> ugly. They're just how ugly are they? So ugly. Oh, let me tell you how ugly they are. <laughs> Those mailboxes are so ugly. <laughs> I wish I could just come up with something on the fly like that. They're just—they're uh, just black and metal and bleh. Like, the houses are all cute in the neighborhood. They got all these, like, little things. They have, like, this post-colonial Americana 19th century something vibe. I don't know what it is. They have some terminology for it. But all the houses have a certain look, and they all got little gables and trinkets. and White picket fences. White white railings. Yep. And white picket fences. Yeah. And then they got these black mailboxes. And like we, had a, we lived in a neighborhood in Madison that had... Was it they had to have wood mailboxes? You had to have a wood mailbox. And if you put up a metal or like a Green Bay Packer mailbox, you were like way going to get it. <laughs> they'd bash you. They'd bash your mailbox with a bat. They'd drive by. Mm. Now they'd come and ask you to take it down. Uh, politely. I dare you to put up the a The first time. <laughs> a white one? Yeah, just put one up. Just go out there and put one up. Ah. Spray paint it. It's the mailbox. It. It's metal. Put racing stripes on it. Oh, no. (laughs) Dear people who are in his ACC, (laughs) we are very sorry. (laughs) Just kidding. Don't paint it. My realtor said I could. Don't do that. We're going to put decals that have racing numbers on them. Don't do that. Mm, (laughs) Stop now. Fine. Not racing decals. That'd be obnoxious. Yeah. That would not match our vibe. Be like, we're zipping home. We We had a little cute mailbox growing up that was like a... It looked like a house. Oh, yeah, one of those. <laughs> I, I I think it I think it upset somebody in the neighborhood because it somebody stole it. <laughs> Maybe they what? liked it that much. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's just like one day our mailbox was just gone. Somebody probably offense. hit it and picked it up. And then is that a federal took offense? It? Yeah, like that's the evidence. Like their bumper was probably attached or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's rough out there, blowing it's up cars. And <laughs> I was about to call out that kid again. I bleeped him out last week, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I know. That I was heard. Nice of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really want to say his name. Nope. Bleep. Okay. Steve. Bleep. Mm-hmm. Okay. I won't say his name. Anyhow, yeah. Lumber prices are down 68%, it says. But there's a catch. For the ninth consecutive week. We saw sawmills charge distributors. I don't care. <laughs> Nobody cares about sawmills. <laughs> Not on this podcast. But there's a catch. I know. Where's the catch? That's that's why it's a clickbait article. You got to click it. Uh, I'm not clicking it. I, I'm not going to do it. Either. Oh, I'm going to do it. It's something else. 
Oh, it's the it's I don't think I cited the the I don't think I linked you guys to the original thing. I don't know. I just got put into a Biden administration, Biden administration could double, could Canadian, double lumber Canadian lumber tariffs, even as wood and construction costs soar. Mm. Biden tariffs. <laughs> tariffs. <laughs> So what are you guys hearing about people traveling now with like the Delta stuff going on? Are you thinking people are starting to pull back or are they just like, I'm going? That is a great question. I haven't a clue. I, if I had to, if I had to guess, I think that people are sick and tired of it. They're sick and tired of, the precautions and the COVID and it's over, you know, I'm vaccinated. What more do you want? I'm done. And I, and, and people that aren't vaccinated, they're not vaccinated because they're not, they're just, they don't want to. And they probably don't believe, and they either don't believe that the virus is worth getting a vaccine or they don't trust the vaccine. But in either case, pretty much everybody's fed up with it and kind of over it. That's my Should vibe. They're charging or not charging, paying people a hundred dollars to get their shots. I saw that. Yeah. I wonder how many shots you can actually get before it doesn't work. Like <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I saw that. Like I saw, the, like, a TikTok. Some guy's like, I got $20,000. <laughs> I just kept going. <laughs> Start turning purple oh. or something. Like, I wonder if there's diminishing I returns think you might the more get you get, the more you get. Yeah. I, I don't know. I it's don't like, know. A, like a poor college kid. You just go get, like, five shots. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, I'm buying drinks tonight. Yeah. <laughs> we are not advocating getting more than two shots. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it's $100 per shot either. I think it's $100 per, yeah. I think it's 50 bucks a shot. You know? so? Yeah, they're not going to give you $200 when they say 100 because it's a douche, it's a two-shot dose. I have heard some folks that aren't vaccinated seeming to potentially be thinking more about it. Like, well, mm, yeah, maybe I should do that. It's like, well, that's your choice. You know, do what you want to do. But it if you will. watch the news, they're... That they're giving you that impression, but I mean, do what you, do what you do. If you get the if you get the vaccine, you don't get sick from COVID or hospitalized or die. So that's a positive. Hopefully, there's some breakthrough cases, but no. it's it seems that this the stats show that people are much better off if they have the vaccine, even if they end up getting a breakthrough case. Well, again, I got all my information from the news, so who knows what the news is. But according to doctors that they have on the news, it's a, the, you, your chances of getting sick or, or hospitalized from COVID, I don't know, drop by like 99.999% or something if you're vaccinated. So it's essentially yeah. like I think you can't – you the vaccines are what, like 96% effective? So one out of – or four out of 100, you're going to – if you're in contact with COVID, you're going to catch – you're going to get COVID even if you have the vaccine. Um, but are you going to get super sick? No. You hear on the Olympics now, but everybody, they are the people that have COVID, even though they had their shots, not be able to compete. I haven't heard that, but it doesn't surprise me. Well, yeah. I think it was one of the basketball players initially. Was it? I can't keep track of everybody's getting COVID. Well, Lindsey Graham got COVID. Yeah. Can mm-hmm. you imagine having the shots going through the whole thing and not being able to compete after training for, Ever. You know, forever just to, for the chance to compete at the Olympics and not being able to. I think everybody that competed at the Olympics this year knew the risks because, I mean, it was canceled last year. Like, 
it's it's still out there. It was a gamble to even have the Olympics at all. Like, but to have your shots, your both your shots, and it's then it's super frustrating. It. It's got to be super frustrating. Yeah, for sure. I it's annoying, and I don't want to spread too many conspiracies on this podcast, <laughs> so I shouldn't talk too much. But just for the sake of we're just having a conversation. Again, I don't know anything, <laughs> but I actually heard that there's another Racket. COVID. Uh, like <coughs> mutation out there. It's not super common in the United States yet. It's a double delta. It's called gamma. Mm. Gamma. Gamma rays. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, turns you into the Hulk. <laughs> no, but it's uh the vaccine doesn't work with gamma. Like it just you get it just as easily if you have the vaccine. So look out for that one to be the so next. What's after gamma? Delta, gamma, omega. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's got to be a different letter. Alpha. It just turns into frat names. <laughs> beta, beta, pi. <laughs> <laughs> it's frat names. <laughs> oh, mm. It's, it's coming. Pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm glad we can laugh. <laughs> yeah, until it arrives in Wisconsin. Oh, it's here. I think ca- uh, cases have tripled in July. Of the Delta. Of COVID, which is the Delta variation. Almost all cases of COVID right now are Delta. What happened to the first round? Is it, it's supposed to be like the fourth? The waves? Or are, we, fourth? are we counting waves? Or are we counting rounds, I waves? I can't keep track anymore. I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know what wave. I think this is the fourth wave. But this also. It's about the fourth wave, isn't there? Given that it's summer, it, whatever is now is going to be way worse. It only gets worse as the season gets colder. So that's how it works. So, <sighs> yeah. School starts. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. What's your wife going to do? Um, are they in person yet or are they? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody's back in person with, I think, I believe there's still a virtual option, but majority of kids are back in school and they all have to wear masks and she has to wear a mask. And I think they have mm-hmm. to keep doing social distancing. I don't think anything has changed she's policy elementary wise. Elementary school? Yeah. First well, second grade this year. So she's actually wear masks. she's looping with her kids, which is kinda cool. But I don't know if our kids being high schoolers will have to I th- I'm assuming they will, even though they both had their shots. Um they might they might due to the delta stuff they might mandate it. I think everybody's probably going to have to wear a mask regardless of vaccination status cuz the CDC and the County Public Health just announced recently that Oops. even if you're even if you're vaccinated you have to wear a mask indoors. Thus why I have this fabric <laughs> on my face. It's not a law, so you don't have to do it, but that's what the that's what the health experts say, so Fun stuff. All right. <laughs> uh, are we just turning this whole podcast into Delta? <laughs> yeah. No, I think we're probably ready to wrap up. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into the Delta <laughs> Variation Podcast. Depressing. I know. It's so... This whole podcast was depressing. <laughs> Housing market. It was sad, but it was informative. Let's yeah. do our affirmations. What's your affirmations, Matt? I don't know what you're talking about. What's an affirmation? What, are you, what, affirmation what, are, what are you committing to do? Uh, drive an hour and a half north. Mm, okay. <laughs> what about you, Jacob? I am going to build a house. By yourself? 
Well, maybe if I have to. If it comes down to it, depending on my budget. Do you have a hammer? I've got two. I had a hammer. Come on, Peter Paul Mary. Nothing? Keep going. Hammer in the morning. No, no, keep singing. (laughs) And that'll do it today, folks. (laughs) Jen, what's your affirmation? Uh, I'm just committed to working out five days a week. Baller. That's awesome. How does Sadie feel about that? She does not like it. She likes it. She just want to go as far as you want to go. Yeah. The dog wants to go one mile. I want to go like three. So still I have hilarious. to figure out a way that I can accommodate the dog and still work out. Walk so and jog. What does she do? She's just like, just sits she, down? she literally just like puts on the brakes and I would rip her collar off if I kept going. So we took her to the vet yesterday. Yeah. And the vet's like, could just be attitude, <laughs> which I find will be hilarious if that's the results. Yeah, they they think <laughs> it, it could be thyroid attitude or she's just old. So, so what do you do? You're in the middle of a walk and your dog just stops. She she she's just t- she wants to go back. She's fine no. going. She's back. fine she going back. She's fine going back. I tried the last night or was it the night before? I I kept um I kept walking past our driveway to go like another half mile the other way, and she was like, uh uh uh. No, <laughs> she knew. She knows. Mm-hmm. Nice. She, but she knows exactly where a half a mile is. Like I can look on my watch and there it is. And I'm like, seriously, girl? Like, so do, you, do you run three miles? You walk three miles? Well, with her, I've been walking since she's been kind of being weird. Yeah. But I was thinking maybe I would just run this uh, half mile and see what she did. But I don't she'll know. She'll stop at a quarter mile. Yeah, then she'll <laughs> probably stop at a quarter mile. So I am i don't want to butts with her too much. Much. So we'll see. My dog's got an attitude problem. <laughs> but she loves to go. She's just like, woohoo, yay. I mean, she like psycho dances and is really happy. And then she hits a half mile and she's like, bye, done. Nice. Well, she, knows she, she, she just feels she's better at her workout. She knows yeah. what she likes. She's, she's got her rings filled. She has short legs. <laughs> yeah. Well, her legs aren't that short. She always. Well, that is true. That is true. So you may walk two miles, but her walking half one mile is the same as you walking two miles. Okay. Mm legs are half your size. Mm okay. And that'll do it. And that'll do it. All Thank right. you. Thanks for tuning in. All right. Hey, if you're looking to buy or sell real estate in South Central Wisconsin, you know who to call. That's Home Team, the number four, the letter U. Dot com. Whoa. That was unexpected. All right. Until then, see ya.